Hey guys, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to overcome a bad festival experience. I'll also be sharing some of my personal stories of nights gone wrong and how I turn them around for the positive. Let's get into it. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Rave Culture Podcast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Thank you all so much for tuning in this week. I'm super excited to have you guys. Um, I hope you enjoy the new intro this week. I'm super excited about it. And for those of you who are watching on YouTube, we changed up the settings, you guys. Uh, If you didn't already know, I put up the video version of this podcast on my YouTube channel under the Rave Culture Podcast playlist. And we're switching it up today. I hope you guys enjoy it. I usually um, record everything in the comfort of my bedroom. But today we are in the living room. Uh, I'm home alone. I'm having a very productive day, you guys. I'm very excited about it. (laughs) So I figured we would mix some things up. Um, There might be some changes coming up with the podcast very soon. Um, Just to get into it, guys, I'm just like steamrolling ahead here. But um, I am seriously investing in this podcast and thinking ahead to 2020 there's going to be some changes so um yeah there's going to be some new intros maybe some more interviews maybe different backgrounds so i'm really excited and look forward to some cool changes with the podcast that you guys might notice so this is this is just one thing we're testing out we're going to see how it goes but this is the first weekend and don't i don't even know how long i don't even know how long maybe summer since i've had zero plans and I'm so excited about it. Um, It's been nonstop shows and festivals and weddings and you know fall is just like absolutely flying by so I'm yeah I have time this weekend to just film and record and try and get ahead. So um, yeah I've been trying to make some adjustments to my schedule here to invest more time um, into the podcast into my YouTube channel. So it's really exciting. I'm loving this. Hopefully you know we'll have more of this moving forward. Um, what is the next thing I have coming up? Oh, EDC Orlando, duh. Two weeks from now. Super excited for that. Um, I have some content coming out on my YouTube channel, what I'm wearing. Uh, as soon as the festival map and the set times drop, you guys, you know, I'm always all over that stuff. So that will all be coming. Um, meetup plans, etc. Uh, any pool parties, after parties I'm doing. So stay tuned for all of my um, EDC Orlando updates. Um, But I do want to get into my thank yous. Again, thank you guys so much for checking out the podcast, for supporting. Um, The biggest thing you can do to support this podcast is just to tell a friend, spread the word about it, share a link with your rave fam, um, you know, screenshot, post it on your Instagram stories, Twitter, Snapchat, wherever, and tag me um, at Emma Capotis and at Rave Culture Cast if you want to tag the podcast handle. Uh, You guys were all over social media last week. I appreciated it so so much it was really incredible to see so you know we grow this because of you so thank you guys for for doing that I really really appreciate it um again really exciting episodes coming up Uh, I think after this one I have a really cool interview that I'm so so excited about so you guys will be hearing that very very soon and if you're listening on iTunes you can rate and review and you know throw a couple stars whatever you're feeling I appreciate that so much as well. Um, what other updates do I have? Okay, so upcoming submissions really quickly. We are going to be doing another like massive Q&A episode. Um, the first one I did went so well and I've had so many requests to do another round. So this is probably going to be an ongoing series on my channel. It was um, Ask Emma anything. Yeah, A-E-A. <laughs> and it was like a fun episode because you guys submitted 
any topics you wanted me to cover, things you wanted advice on, um, obviously related to the EDM community and music festivals. And we just got to get through like a ton of emails and just like hop all over the place. And it was really fun. So I've had a lot of requests to do that. We're going to do it again in a couple weeks. So please email raveculturecast at gmail.com. That's raveculturecast at gmail.com. And you can just use like the subject headline, um, ask Emma anything or Q&A episode. And again, send any uh, send any topics you want me to cover. Um, if you have shows coming up, you need advice, whatever it is, I'm happy to, to cover it. And again, voice memos are totally welcome. Just keep them on the shorter side uh, if possible. So I'm really excited for that. So please, you know, flood in all of your emails so we can have a nice long episode again. All right, before we hop in here, we have a listener of the week. I'm so excited. So this is a new segment I started on last week's episode. Uh, the listener of the week is somebody that I I want to shout out that's a fan of the podcast that listens every week who is making a positive impact on the people around them. Um, They're just, you know, like a positive, kind person. They've done something good for the people around them. They've impacted your life and they deserve a shout out. And so that's what we're going to do. So we do have one listener of the week shout out here. I'm going to read. It's a little bit longer. So this is a good one. Okay. It says, hey, Emma, this week I'd like to nominate my dear friend slash Reddit user. And the name is Melindy Pants. We met on Reddit on the way to EDC Las Vegas in May. You posted about making candy at the airport while waiting for your plane to depart. I think it was a layover. I hit you up in the comments and about how you got all your materials through security my main concern being about the scissors we switched to dms and we kept in contact into the festival we arranged a meetup by the ferris wheel and that was by wasteland on the side of the fence closest to the stage i got there in about five minutes of looking lost we finally spotted each other we hugged it out and i gave you my edc las vegas perler necklace uh, we stayed in contact after heading back home to orlando had multiple meetups for tea and i met your super chill boyfriend then we realized we were both going to be at creamfields In England this past August, we had the most miraculous and amazing experience when you found me. Um, I felt a tap on my shoulder, turned around thinking someone was trying to get by and saw you with your beaming smile. Uh, We missed the connection. Oh, they were trying to arrange a meetup the next day, missed the connection. But we were able to finally use our GoTenna units to message each other and meet up for some shuffling at the generator. We had another completely fucking random moment when you turned a corner in downtown Orlando with your friends while I was hanging out with my coworkers. We said hi, parted ways for a bit, and shuffled it out later at Arrow. Now we started a subreddit together uh, called Shuffle Orlando on Reddit. Shout out Shuffle Orlando, guys. Go follow that if you live in the area. Stay fresh, Melindy Pants. You're awesome keeping you. And that's from the username Snazzy and Pink. Thanks, Emma. Love you, girl. See you in two weeks. See you at EDC. That's so dope. I love like all the connections that happen here. And now they moderate a subreddit group on Reddit, which is awesome. Shuffle Orlando. Shout out to them. So, so cool. So thank you so much for that submission. Again, you guys, if you want to nominate a friend or somebody you know who listens for Listener of the Week, please email me again, raveculturecast at gmail.com and just put the subject headline Listener of the Week. It can be anonymous. It doesn't have to be. It can be short. Whatever you guys want. Um, Feel free to nominate somebody. All right. Are we ready? Let's get into this topic today. So this is a a fun one. I don't know if it's a fun one, but I figured this would be a really, really helpful one. I have had some requests come in where people are like, hey, I had a shitty experience or I like took certain substances and like had a bad night. Like, how do you turn that around? How do you salvage the festival or the weekend? 
um, and just like any advice or tips on basically how to turn a negative situation into a positive one. And I have personally had experiences with this. So I will be sharing some of my stories. Again, this is one of those episodes that I'm going to be telling stories I've never told anyone besides my Ray family experiencing them. So I'm definitely going to be vulnerable in hopes that it helps somebody else out because we've all gone through it, right? I think that's the whole point of this episode in particular. You're never going to have like a completely perfect festival experience. I mean, some of them might seem that way, but there's always like one or two things that might go wrong. Maybe it's nothing dramatic. Um, you know, maybe your your cab or your Uber takes too long or whatever it is. Like maybe you guys are running late. Um, but sometimes in, you know, the worst circumstances, you can have like a really bad situation. And it's really, really unfortunate because, you know, you get so excited for these events, you spend a lot of time and effort getting prepared for them. And it's like worst case scenario, it fucking sucks. It can totally ruin your night. Um, So it happens to everybody. I think everyone can relate to this topic today. Um, You guys sent in a lot of emails. So I'm going to be reading your stories as well. Um, so that's where all this is coming from. I'm I'm really excited to cover this today. So like I just said, I feel like in general, expectations are so high for music festivals because on, you know, the outside looking in, these there are these life-changing experiences and everyone meets lifelong friends and everything's fucking magical. And, you know, like people leave there on such a high and they have so much fun. It's very highly spoken of, you know, like some people dedicate their whole lives to it, like me. Like, it's something we really, really enjoy. Um, But we don't always shed light on, like, the negative moments that are, like, bound to happen at these events, especially on social media. Like, people aren't going to put on blast that they, like, had a bad trip and took too many shrooms or that they spent the night in the medical tent. Like, people aren't going to show that. Um, I've tried to be very honest with you guys and candid in my vlogs that I do when I go to festivals. You saw at Imagine. I'll talk about that briefly. But I try and like show the most accurate description of how my experience goes because not everything is perfect. So it's very important to me to show like all aspects of a music festival when I'm filming them for my YouTube channel. Um, But anyway, so we've all had those moments where things like don't go right, right? You know, it comes in all different forms, like I said, uh, but it's inevitable that one day it's going to happen to you, unfortunately. The biggest takeaway I want you guys to have from today's episode is how to rebound from something like this um, and how to take like a shitty situation and turn it into one that you can like you can still enjoy your night. You can still enjoy the weekend and salvage it basically. Um, The good thing is most festivals, if you do buy like the full weekend pass are three days long or two days long. So you do have the opportunity to like do it again or make up for it unless it happens on the last night. And, you know, we're not going to get into that. It sucks. Um, But there is like the potential to, you know, like recover, especially when like EDC Las Vegas, for example, is like I don't even know, 10 hours. I don't know. It's so long. Like even if your night starts off bad, you have the rest of the night to like, come on, like pick yourself up and and move on. So there's definitely room to improve is what I'm trying to get on. Um, One thing we are going to touch on today is having like a bad trip because in this community, it's very, very common that people are taking substances at these events. And one of the most common things that can happen is somebody having a bad reaction to the substances that they took. 
It could also be getting too drunk, like whatever it is that's very common. Um, I will just say at the top of the episode here, I'm obviously not condoning doing anything like that. Um, But one thing I will say is if you've never taken certain substances, it might not be the best place to do it for the first time, especially if it's like something where you would be like tripping or hallucinating. It might be very overwhelming to do that for the first time at a festival. I might sound like a grandma. That's totally fine. But I don't think it's the best scenario to take it for the first time. Uh, A lot of people just take too much or don't know what to expect. And there's a lot of people super crowded. There's so many things going on. Like it's like sensory overload. So to combine the two, I feel like that's a lot of the times what causes um, a bad experience. So With all of that being said, that's sort of like the gist of what we're covering today. I'm going to get into my stories first and tell you guys about a couple instances I've run into over the years. I don't even, I was trying to count the other day. I think I've done at least 15 festivals at this point. I'm pretty sure 15, like somewhere in that range. It could be more than that. I, I don't know. But anyway... I've had some times. (laughs) I've had some shitty times and we're going to talk about it today. And then we'll take a quick break. We'll get into your submissions. And then as always, we're going to close the episode out with some EDM news. Okay, so let's begin with I might start with my one of my worst case scenario stories. I feel like a lot of people are going to cringe pretty hard when they hear this one. So I've been very candid on here that like in my time raving and doing festivals, like I have dabbled in certain substances. Like I'm, I haven't hid that. I have a whole episode called Substance Use in the EDM Community. Um, and I think some of you, if you've been following this, know at this point that like I've kind of halted that at this point because, you know, I'm fine having some drinks and doing whatever. Anyway, um, a couple of years ago, I want to say... This was three years ago um, at a very major music festival during the summertime. Um, This, I mean, I had been doing festivals for years at this point. So it's not like I was like a rookie or this was like my first festival or anything. Like had been doing it for a long time. So we go to the festival. It's earlier in the night. We were going to be taking some substances that night and you know we got to main stage and we were like right up in the front. It was an artist. We were like dying to see like one of my favorite artists ever and we were you know up in the front for it and you know we were like okay you know we're gonna take like half of our stuff now and half of our stuff later uh just to like start feeling good and then kick the night off I think it must have been at like nine o'clock or nine thirty at this point so anyway my one friend like had the stuff on them and we were like okay we're ready so then they went to take it out of their pocket or wherever they were holding it and then like a couple minutes went by and we like turned around and we're like is everything okay and we see them like frantically touching themselves and like freaking out and we're like oh no 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 (laughs) like what happened what is going on and they're like I can't find it I can't find our stuff and we're like oh fuck anyone listening knows like that's like worst case scenario losing your stuff especially like if you're anticipating taking something so yeah so we do the thing that lots of people have done which is you take your flashlight out on your phone and start frantically searching the floor around you in a crowd of like however many thousand people at this point in time the artist comes on stage so the crowd just like fucking erupts 
in like cheering and jumping and then the music drops and it went from like zero to 100 because it was like if there was any chance of even finding it it was slim to none and now like there's no fucking way because now the entire crowd is lit everyone's dancing the music has started and mind you we had been waiting the entire weekend to see this artist and now we're not even paying attention we're just searching the floor and people around us are like oh what do you need help with like what are you looking for and now these people around us are trying to help us find it and it was like the whole bag so anyway we can't find it anywhere we kind of tried to like split up and search and in my head I'm like what are we doing like this is so stupid like in the back of my head I'm like one of my favorite artists is on stage right now I'm not even paying attention I don't even care because we're trying to find this stuff because obviously like again like mentally if you're prepared to do something um it's like a huge bummer if you lost the stuff that you were gonna do it's like not a good scenario so anyway we gave up after like 10 minutes because we were like this enough like enough we we're not going to spend the whole fucking set staring at the ground like it is what it is that's life life happens this had never happened to me before but it happens it's common so they felt so so bad and we were like honestly it's fine like we don't feel bad we're like all such good friends here like we're not going to let you feel bad about this like relax so genuinely like the next probably half an hour of the set we just stood there not talking just like staring at the artists on main stage and I remember my head being just like so let down and so upset but at the same time I was like Emma like what the fuck are you doing that's so not important the artist is important and being here with your friends and being at this festival is what is important like why are you so fucking moody and upset right now like yeah it sucks but I was more mad at myself for being upset so anyway after half an hour we sort of regrouped and we looked at each other and we were like fucking this artist is on stage right now like we forget it forget it we're starting over it's totally fine whatever we enjoyed the second half of the set we like snapped out of it we started dancing we started having fun but I will never forget that set even when I listen back to it I'm like scarred because I just think about how we totally ruined the beginning of it because we were so upset over something that's not important so in that scenario the artist ended we ended up moving um we were going to another stage to meet up with some of our other friends and on the way we were like okay we're all gonna go to the bar we're gonna get a fucking drink because we weren't planning on drinking that night we were like we're getting a drink we're gonna enjoy this night and we sort of like had a family pep talk to me that's one of the biggest things I'm gonna suggest to you guys whether it's you or somebody else in your group that needs to step up and be like let's get our fucking shit together here you guys what is important we're not gonna be moody bitches and ruin the rest of our fucking nights because we dropped our shit like it's so stupid so we were like okay good we have other sets to see we're gonna drink we might be a little bit tired tonight but that is okay um and we sort of just like snapped out of it we all like took a shot took a drink and went on to the next set met up with our friends and had honestly one of the best nights of the entire weekend it ended up being so much fucking fun but Anyway, that is what you could arguably say to some people in this community is a literal worst case scenario. Also, they didn't drop the stuff for the entire week and they dropped the stuff just for that night. I'll just say that on record. But um, anyway, so we like totally recovered and we were fine and we had an incredible experience. So sometimes you guys pep talk it out. Talk to your family, snap out of it. If somebody like won't let it go or somebody's going to make you like feel horrible about it, then they're not a good friend because we were not about to like shit all over our friend for dropping it like get over it it's it is what it is you can't turn back you can't just make them feel bad the whole rest of the night um move on move on have a talk 
regroup and get on with your night. So that was one situation. I talked about this in my Imagine vlogs on the festival, how like on Friday when we got there, we had we just had issues getting our wristband. It kind of sucked. The whole process took a really, really long time. And, you know, we had like pre-gamed. And by the time we got out of there, we were like sober and we were just like annoyed. We were annoyed. And then me and Aiden, Ryan and Taylor, uh, my group that I was with, again, did a family pep talk right before we went in the gates. We were like, okay, guys, we're brushing that off. We have the whole night ahead of us. It is what it is. Like, we're not going to go in with a negative attitude. We're not going to approach this festival with a bad attitude. We're just going to start fresh. So again, that was um another case that we just had like a, a family pep talk. Um, Some other things that I, I know can be really big night ruiners. And this happens to me very often in the shows I go to in Brooklyn and New York City. Um, Drunk people at shows can quite possibly be such a mood killer, especially when they're shoving into you. Um, They're really rude. Like anytime I'm at a show and people shove me or push me out of my way when I've been standing there for a while it's really hard for me to be like okay I'm gonna just like let it go you know they're intoxicated or whatever I always just decide to either move or I just like regroup internally and I, I say to myself like do not let this ruin your night because there's been so many times I've wanted to like fight someone because they're just being so obnoxious but again you kind of have to think about what you want to get out of the night and I think in that scenario move like absolutely move I know it sucks you're gonna lose your spot um but it's not worth like fighting with someone or getting kicked out of the venue so that can be um, one that a lot of people have a lot of trouble with okay this is another scenario that I think some people can relate to heavily so there was one year we were at EDC Las Vegas and my boyfriend was home he doesn't come with me to festivals usually Um, he's like not really into them as much but that works for us I might do a whole episode on this somebody sent me a request and asked to talk about um, what it's like to rave when your significant other doesn't like to and like isn't involved in the community as much. I'm happy to do a full episode on that, guys. If that's what you're interested in, let me know. It works for the two of us. It might not work for other people, but obviously like whatever, you know, your relationship can handle and you can do. So anyway, so for EDC Las Vegas, I remember it was the third day. It was like 3 or 3.30 in the morning and we were at DJ Mustard's set at Circuit uh, at um, Cosmic Meadow. And at that point, it was like 6 or 6.30 a.m. in New Jersey. So he was just getting up for work because it was Monday morning at that point. And, you know, it just had been a long weekend and I was really tired and I was sort of like just coming down and I wasn't feeling the best. And I started texting him, which was mistake number one. I really highly advise you guys to put your phones on airplane mode because you should just be present in the moment. Um, And again, I learned my lesson. Again, I'm not perfect. I've made mistakes and I love him dearly. But, you know, it's hard. It's hard when you're separate from your partner, especially when like we're we are like at one unit. So like it kills me when I'm not with him. But I started texting him and it totally took me out of where I was. And then I was thinking about back home and I wasn't enjoying the festivals. And my friends around me were like, Emma, put your fucking phone away. Like they were like not yelling at me, but they were trying to encourage me. And then I was getting pissed at them for telling me what to do. And I was like, leave me alone. Like I'm doing what I want to do, blah, blah, blah. They were just trying to look out for me. And I I didn't appreciate it at the time. And so in that scenario, what I would tell past Emma to do is put your phone away and put it on airplane mode and just stay present in the moment. So many of you guys listening, I know like it's not just a significant other. You could be texting an ex or whatever it is like it's not the best case scenario. You don't want to be doing that when you're under the influence or when you're drinking, whatever it is, um, it can totally fuck up the the headspace you're in because you're so happy at a festival and there's so many amazing things going on to then 
put it in such a negative place is not good. So like, don't try not to like text people back home and things like that. And I'm not saying that my boyfriend puts me in a negative space. I love him so much, but it just made me miss home. That was the problem. Like I started texting him and then I missed him. And then I was like, I just want to go home. And I was like, Emma, there's three hours left of this festival. Like enjoy the end of the festival and text him like in two hours when you're home, you know? So that's something I would just advise you guys do. Like really put your phones away and like try not to text people if you can. You can take videos and everything on your phone when you're on airplane mode. You'll also save your battery. So that's like best case scenario. Okay, last one I have here, guys. So this was um, a bad trip incident. Well, not really a bad trip, but um, one of my friends at a festival, this was very early on when I was doing festivals. So like years and years ago, one of my friends, it was the first time that she had ever taken ecstasy and it she did not react well with it and again like that is the risk that you run when you take something for the first time at a festival it's like it can go one of two ways and in this instance it did not go well for her and I think it was good for like an hour and it got extremely hot and very crowded very overwhelming obviously again all of the things that are going on at this music festival And she just like had a full blown anxiety attack, which can happen. Like if you're somebody who's more anxiety prone and you're taking substances like this, it might just like not sit right with you. Anyway, she freaked the fuck out and had to like go sit in the corner and like calm down because you also get really hot when you do things like that. So it was not a good scenario. She didn't get to enjoy any of that set. She was sitting on the side the entire time. That set ended up ending we left we went to main stage and at that point she was like so not okay and just like freaking herself out and so overwhelmed she was like I need to go home like I'm I'm done for the night I'm good and at this point it was only like maybe 1 in the morning which like there's still hours to go at EDC and it sucked and then she ended up missing her favorite artist of all time was the next set she was there she was sitting on the ground she doesn't remember any of it and Uh, She ended up going home with one of our friends. They left early and then the three of us um, stayed behind. But it really, really sucked. I felt horrible for her. She always talks about that and she's so mad that she missed her favorite artist. So again, you guys, um, in that scenario, I can't give the best advice on like what to do with a bad trip other than if it's really, really bad scenario, you know, 1000% go to ground control or medical because they can they can potentially help you. But a lot of these things last multiple hours. So you might just have to write it out. Um, Go home, go with a buddy. Do not be alone. Uh, If you need to take yourself out of the situation, again, you have other nights to recover so if you have to go home and just like sleep it out um, please drink lots of water again getting dehydrated and overheating is a huge issue at music festivals so you know and give yourself room to breathe we were in a really tight compact crowd you know, remove yourself, go stand in the back, go sit down, take a break. Um, And it helps so much to have good friends around you who won't look at you as you're ruining their night, but they will sit with you and they will calm you down. Um, A lot of the times when you're having a bad experience, it's because like the people around you aren't that good either and they're not like helping you through it. I had, I just thought of another one. One of my friends, I actually wasn't there. This was like a festival she went to with her friends. She, um, I forget what she took, but she was rolling, I think, and ended up like getting really sick in a porter potty and it was very hot in there and again, just very overwhelming. And the girl she was with, 
like was not helping her at all. Like everything she was saying was freaking her out more. And then she said one of her other friends opened the porta potty door. And it was like one of those really big porta potties and came in and started like giving her water and like talking her through it. And she said she like completely snapped out of it. It just was like a totally different approach. And the one friend from the other just had, she was saying better things to her. She was way more helpful and was able to like coach her through it. And then she ended up being fine. But she was like, if my second friend had never come in there, I genuinely felt like I would have been puking my brains out in the porta potty all night because she was just saying like negative things and she was freaking her out too much. So, you know, try and surround yourself with good people because I think that can be like a really, really helpful thing. All right, you guys, we're going to take a super quick break here and then I'm going to get into your emails. Alrighty, I just wanted to remind you guys that we have the episodes available up on YouTube. It's on the Rave Culture Podcast playlist on my personal YouTube channel, Emma Capotis. You guys can also follow on social media. It's at Emma Capotis on Instagram and on Twitter and at Rave Culture Cast on Instagram and Twitter as well. I post a bunch of like polls and questionnaires uh, and I'm always like reaching out to you guys um, for what you want to hear on upcoming episodes and stuff. So it it definitely keeps you up in the loop with everything going on. And I appreciate you guys subscribing to my YouTube channel. You know, I love you for doing that. So thank you so much. Alrighty, let's get back into the episode. Okay, so we have our first story here. And again, guys, I just want to preface this all by saying, and it's probably too late at this point, but we are discussing substance use in some of these emails. So just be forewarned about that. But um, hopefully all of this just sheds some light on some of these topics that aren't usually discussed. And I hope that this helps somebody because I think that like learning through other people's experiences will hopefully help you be smarter next time and make better decisions. Um, At least that's what I hope from this. So anyway, let's get into this first email. This is from Anonymous. says, hi, Emma. I've been subscribed to your YouTube channel for almost two years now. Just wanted to say I love all the work you do and I love what your channel has grown into. That's so awesome. Thank you so much for sticking with me that long. Um, okay, so on your last episode, you wanted submissions on how to overcome a bad raving experience or a bad trip. Uh, I would like to submit my story. It has personally affected me forever. I'll try my best to write this as I am not the best at writing stories. So here it goes. I fell in love with EDM at a very early age. At around 15, I went to my first rave. I started doing X from age 16 to 18 years old now. I know I was a bad teen. The last two times I did ecstasy, I will never forget. It was the worst experience of my life. Both times the pills were laced with God knows what. Oh, God. Both uh, both times I had a bad psychedelic trip, but the worst one was the last one I did. The experience left me traumatized. At the rave, I was super paranoid. I was seeing and hearing weird shit after the event, and I had some really crazy, bizarre thoughts. This may sound like just another bad trip story to some people, but what I didn't understand was... Why and how was I feeling this way every day after that experience, after the trip settled? I experienced depression and severe anxiety every day for almost two years. Some days I felt like I was having a natural high, which then I would panic and start crying. It was really bad. I went a whole year without taking any form of medication because I felt like doing so would make me trip again. Uh, I went a whole year without attending raves and festivals because I couldn't be around others doing drugs. And it honestly felt like I had PTSD. I was going to seek professional help as my depression and anxiety got worse day by day, but thankfully I met my boyfriend during that hard time. I honestly don't think I'd still be here if it wasn't for him. He was there for me every day, encouraging me. I'm forever grateful for him. As time went on, I was feeling healed. My heart is beating fast just writing this and thinking back at the place I was in before where I am now. I'm sorry that you had to do all that. Um, I never stopped listening to EDM. The love will never go away. I continued attending events sober. I sometimes do get the urge to drink. If I do... 
I guard the fuck out of my drink just because I'm paranoid. I'd be lying if I said I don't miss rolling. The first few years doing it were some of the best times of my life, but it also does feel great knowing I'm sober and completely in control and aware of my surroundings. I hope this makes sense. I didn't go into deeper details, but I hope listeners will understand. I will always wonder why my last trip permanently affected my mental health. At least it made me a stronger person. Wow, okay. I mean, that's really, really heavy. I'm so sorry that you had to have that experience. I, it's just like one of those things which you tell everyone to test your shit. Like we're not saying that just to be like parenting you we're saying that because shit nowadays is laced with so many things that can have a permanent effect on you like buy a test kit online if you don't know that much about it you can go to rollsafe.org i believe that's a great resource um test your shit it can totally affect you it can put you in the hospital you never really know i'm not sure why that happened to you again i'm you don't want to say everything happens for a reason but I'm glad that you still are able to go to events to still enjoy what you love and to do it sober um, because you absolutely do not have to be under any substances at all even drinking to enjoy a show so I'm glad that you still are able to go and do that I'm so sorry that that happened to you um, but I'm glad that you're able to like turn your life around and you found you know like the positivity of living because it's so so incredible and every day is a good day to be alive so uh I'm sending you lots of hugs and kisses and thank you for being a subscriber and thank you for writing in so much. Okay, this next one actually has some tips, which is really helpful um, for when you're having a bad trip. She said, I used to partake, but I don't anymore. It's a control thing. My friends still do. I'm always happy to be the sober shepherd trip leader for them. When anyone tells me they're feeling anxious while tripping or having a bad trip, I always tell them a few things to get through it. So here goes. Start a conversation with anyone in your group. It could be about anything, the grass, the sky, the music your favorite color anything it'll help transition your mind away from the anxiety or panicky thoughts it works a lot better and faster than you'd think you may just need a slight change in scenery or to move your body a little bit try standing going for a walk wiggle your arms light dancing etc if those don't work this is kind of random and silly but make yourself fake laugh your brain can't register the difference between a fake laugh and a real laugh so either way will have the same uplifting effect it may feel stupid but i promise it's helped a lot in the past and here's a pre trip tip stop at a crafts fabric store on your way to the festival and find a bunch of soft fuzzy fabric or toys having something soft to fiddle with while you're tripping can be really soothing and it has a really fun uh, it's a really fun experience I agree. (laughs) Saving the most important thing for last. Never be afraid to speak up if you're really not feeling well, sick, anxious, overheating, etc. Your safety, both physical and mental, is the most important thing. Look out for your friends and be there for each other. Keep spreading all the plur vibes, rave culture fam, and party safely. Cheers. Wow. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for all those tips. 100% agree with all of them. Like I said, I think sometimes, guys, when you're first coming up on something like that, especially like in the early times, if it's like your first time or like you've only done it a handful of times, it's like those first 10 minutes that can feel so overwhelming I used to do this for one of my good friends um you sometimes just have to talk somebody through it and I always would say I'd be like everything is fine just take some deep breaths this isn't gonna last permanently this is a temporary feeling and normally it's when I found like when you're in a really crowded environment or you're like walking through the crowd at a festival that it can be like overwhelming because sometimes you get paranoid you feel like everyone's staring at you so I do think sometimes you might need to just move to the back of the crowd maybe go sit down for a second um you know drink some water and just sort of like be soothing to someone talk them through it I think that's definitely a way that you can get through like a bad trip um or even if you're like coming up and you need to get through it okay we got one more email here okay this one says Shambhala is a festival in the 
the beautiful forest of Canada that is known for its open drug use with their incredible partner being Anchors, harm reduction and drug testing. It's incredible. Also, there's no alcohol allowed at this festival. They will search your vehicle beforehand, confiscating any booze they find and most drugs that are in quantities for selling, but smaller amounts for personal use usually get in fine. Hmm. That's so interesting. I didn't know that. I've heard incredible things about Shambhala, by the way. Like everyone who's ever talked about it to me has like rave reviews about that festival. But anyway, this is a great opportunity to do drugs in a safe community with the festival. Last year was my first year there. I went again this past summer and I got to test my own drugs and talk with the anchor crew. Just talking with them for 15 minutes allowed me to truly look differently at the way I take drugs and what is smart and what is not. Alcohol plays a huge part in bad trips. If you're doing drugs, don't drink. I 1000% agree with that. 1000% don't combine the two. Okay, on to my story. It's okay if you don't want to share, but it's kind of funny, so I always share it when I can. I was at Shambhala. It was Friday night. I had dropped a tab of acid a few hours before and was walking around exploring with my group, my boyfriend and about four other friends. Um, Shambhala is known for the DJs enjoying the festival as well. It's such a magical place. My favorite DJ of all time, Dr. Fresh, was also walking around with his friends. I told everyone I saw him and that we had to go say hi. As soon as we get got to him, my acid turned on me. I remember telling him that I'm the worst person ever and that no one likes me. I was instantly like, what the fuck? So I kind of waited until he walked away. All of my friends turned to me and they were like, oh my God, he was the kindest and the best. I was so confused. I was like, dude, he was such a rude guy. What are you talking about? And that's when I knew my acid had turned <laughs> to turn my trip to the dark side. My friends all looked at me and assured me that he was actually said some super kind things. My boyfriend said, he said he can't wait for you to hear his set on Sunday. My friend said, yeah, he said thanks for being such a big fan and that he loves you. Realizing that literally... Everything that I thought happened was the exact opposite of what really happened flipped me back to reality instantly. Without my close friends, I don't think I would have been able to get out of that bad mindset. They changed my whole trip for me in a matter of seconds. After that, I told myself that I am in control of my trip. I went on to have one of the greatest nights of my life. My overall advice is to A, not mix drugs with alcohol and have limits set out. Uh, B, test your drugs. Knowing they're safe to consume allows for the extra anxiety to disappear. B, make sure you are doing drugs with close friends that make you feel comfortable comfortable and you can all be there for each other and see remember that you're always in control of your situation whether you think so or not I'm just going to add a d onto that it's one thing to test your drugs and know that they're in quotations safe to consume but then there's also a limit to how much you consume so even if you have safe drugs don't be redosing and redosing and redosing like there's also a limit on how much you should be taking Uh, otherwise you're going to go downhill real real fast so I love that story thank you so much for that Um, I completely agree. I think your surroundings and the people you with can drastically affect how your festival going experience is. All right, here's another one. It says, hi, Emma. My name is Tori. I'm from Canada. Uh, Come to Chasing Summer Music Festival in Alberta. I bet you'll love it. I have a submission for how to overcome a bad festival experience. So there's a ton of things that have potential to go wrong at a festival, but I know you also mentioned how to get over a bad trip, and I think this answers both questions. So at Chasing Summer this year, me and my boyfriend were at Vanek's set. He was the last set of the night. My boyfriend went to use the bathroom and when he came back, he brought a really nice couple with him that he had met in line. We introduced ourselves and had a blast for the rest of the night. They were such great people. 
but he had told me that he brought them over. He noticed them talking and they looked like they were really not having a good time. I think they had just taken a bit too much and they really couldn't find the right vibe to be in. And I completely get that. I've been there before and it puts you in such a slump. Well, my boyfriend noticed that and just started talking to them, asking them where they were from, etc. And once they were done at the restrooms, he asked them to come back with him to see Vanek. They were super excited to do so. They told us they were honestly about to go home before meeting us because they but they were so glad they didn't. And we all got a lasting friendship out of it. I think this is more so a lesson on how you can help others more than yourself. But I think it's really important to include others if you notice they're not having a good time. When you're on a certain substance or whatever it may be, sometimes it's really easy to let yourself get into a slump or a bad trip, especially when you can't find a good vibe to be in. And these circumstances, I found it can completely turn your night around to meet really nice people that you can vibe with at a set you may have never even gone to. So go out of your comfort zone, introduce yourself to people at festivals. You might be the person that completely turns their night around and you never know when a person might be you so be kind and she left me a nice little note at the bottom thank you Tori I love messages like this because it just shows you like how warm and welcoming and kind people in this community can be to each other I'm 1000% like your boyfriend like if I see somebody not having a good time I will always go over to them I think I told a story once at EDC at circuit grounds there was a guy sitting on the ground like by himself like not doing anything and I went over and I just started trading candy and his whole face like lit up he was so happy he didn't have any candy on his wrist so you I totally agree you just really never know when someone's going through it so you know don't don't be afraid to go up to somebody and just start a conversation chat with them you might end up saving their whole night Ooh, this is a good one we got bullet points guys know I love a good list (laughs) okay hi Emma finally something I can contribute to the podcast loling at the fact that it's about drugs but your girl's got to do what she's got to do I've been raving for a while now and I have some advice um, if you're having a bad trip. I learned these tidbits from personal experience. Number one, prevention is key. Do everything you can to minimize the chance of having a bad trip before you take anything. I completely agree with that. Make sure you've eaten. Make sure you're in a good mindset with a group of people you're comfortable with. If you're taking pills, only take half, 1000%. Remember, you can always take the other half, but you can never take less after you've taken it already. Totally agree with that. With psychedelics in particular, reach out to someone if you're feeling yourself starting to spiral. Like seriously, just start talking to someone, preferably someone you trust. It'll help you get out of your own head. It's counterintuitive, but try to let go and just accept that you're probably going to go on a ride. Be present, roll with the punches, and just try to enjoy the trip. You'll spiral if you're nervous and scared. That being said, deep breaths are your best friend. It's totally okay to just take a breather for a moment, close your eyes, and just breathe. Uh, Stay hydrated, please. Number six, if you need help, ask. The last thing anyone would want is for you to suffer by yourself. Again, guys, like the medical tent and people like that will not get you in trouble. They are literally there to help you. So like if you have to go to the medical tent, go there. They're there to help. They're not going to get you in trouble or anything along those lines. Uh, And seven, and ultimately remember that no matter what happens, you're in control at the end of the day. It's just the drug. It's not you. Anyway, I hope this helps. Love you and rave culture so much. You're killing it, sis. Moi. Thank you, girl. I appreciate that so, so much. Um, These tips are super helpful. I really hope like... If somebody can listen to this and then next weekend if they have a show where they're going to go out and do something, I hope that this saves you from having a bad experience. Like that is literally just my my only hope for this podcast. 
Okay, the next email that we have up. Ooh, I feel like it's going to be going. Okay, it says, hello, Emma. I'm glad you're doing this topic because laws and taboos aside, you can't control what people do, but providing information and resources of the best way to be safe is a great way to promote a positive rave environment. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. Um, so I have some tip, tips on how to turn a bad trip slash a bad experience around, um, whether it be feeling overwhelmed from anxiety or depression or from taking substances. Number one, um, do your research before the interactions of substances. This only applies, obviously, to drugs being taken. I would say that the number one thing when taking a substance is do your research. Some drugs have serious effects if taken with other substances slash medications. Just Google substance interactions and what you're planning on doing. Do not do it if they say that this, there are serious interactions because you may be at risk for stroke, seizure, seizures, and brain damage. 1,000% agree with that, you guys. Like, I have friends who are on, on anxiety medications and things like that, um, and they do not mix well with, like, ecstasy, molly, etc. So please, please, please do a quick Google if you're on medication. Um, number two, recognize the funk in the air and take deep breaths. This person should try and recognize what's going on through their head because these thoughts can be dealt with at another time. Be aware of where you are and why you are here, which for me is to have a good time and positive vibes. Reassure yourself that you are okay, even if it feels like you may or may not be. It's very important that you're doing this and take a couple of deep breaths to recollect yourself and focus on your breathing. Inhale and exhale. This will help before redirecting your thoughts elsewhere. Um, remember redirecting your thoughts. Your thoughts are under your control. Uh, a trick when you are stuck in some thoughts that may not be where you would want to be take a second to acknowledge that you have the mental capacity to control your thoughts now find a focal point while taking deep breaths describe the focal point in detail for example when i had my bad anxiety attack i looked at the dj booth and started thinking about the color sequence of the lights because they calmed me if you're still feeling overwhelmed have some water or eat something when was the last time you had a meal uh, the bad trip may just be your body's way of saying you need some substances or nutri nutrients as drugs can be draining some substances suppress hunger but that does not mean you don't need food you won't have an appetite to avoid this uh, have a big meal before vitamins electrolytes and then take what you will uh, try leaving the crowd to breathe some more. Go someplace you feel safe. Let your friends know what's wrong or seek professional help. Um, if you find out pretty late that someone you know mixed substances and it's not going well, there's a certain difference between hallucinating and passing out. Just because you're, you're on a drug does not mean you will not understand yourself or your thoughts, so remain in tune with yourself. Is your heart beating weird? Do you feel like you're losing consciousness or feeling weak, out of control of your limbs, shortness of breath, uh, serious changes in vision combined with loss of balance? Um, this can happen with any substance, including alcohol. If you lose motor skills, you're at re risk for a pass out or blackout. So just be careful and have someone support you, be with you. The goal here is to prevent falling over and hitting your head on something. Um, obviously, seek medical help, guys, of course, in any scenario that you feel like it's getting really serious and, you know, these other tips aren't going to help you. You know, you it's 1000% OK to go seek help. Okay, here's the next email. I love how no one wrote in about like how to handle like a breakup at a festival or like a shitty friend situation or like your rave group sucks, but um, just all people having bad trips. So that's pretty much what this episode has turned into. It didn't, I didn't mean it to be this way, but it is. Okay, so hey, Emma, I just wanted to start off by saying thank you for everything you do for the EDM community. Uh, to jump right into this topic, I wanted to share a trip that my partner had at EDC 2019 on night two. 
We both had edibles prior to going to the raceway for the night and to come see you at your meetup. We were super excited to meet you. However, things took a quick turn during the beginning of the night. My partner was incoherent for a very long time. I was not able to handle himself. Therefore, I was being the rave parent, as you say, and was helping him out. During this time, we were unable, unfortunately, to make it to your meetup. Oh, no. Uh, we were disappointed, but nonetheless, I was trying to figure out what was going on with my partner, as he usually never has a bad tripper experience with substances. We were at Tiesto prior to this experience before the wind shut down the main stage for the night. There was a massive confusion at this time because everyone at main stage thought night two was totally shut down, so we almost exited the venue. Thankfully, we didn't because someone in the crowd shouted that only main stage was closed. But this created lots of chaos for some reason. Oh, it was a total shit show for anyone who wasn't there. It was a nightmare. Um, anyways, we tried to make the best of the rest of the night. So we decided to find a place to sit down. Um, but everywhere seem, we seemed to look, all the spaces were occupied. We ended up sitting on the ground right next to a light pole until the bad trip my partner was experiencing passed. Nonetheless, the rest of the night was much better. I just didn't know what really was in those edibles or the strength of them that was the issue there yeah man i'm not a big fan of edibles uh i think i tried them like two or three times they fucked me up real bad and i was like nope i'm good never again so again guys just be really careful with what you pick to do before a festival because again you just have to weigh is it worth potentially ruining a night when you might have traveled really far you might have paid a lot of money you might have your favorite artist that night that you want to see like you have to weigh the pros and cons of that potentially going wrong all right another note here hey emma so this happened in 2014 I was attending my first EDC, which I had been planning for over a year. I was going with a fellow uh, co-worker friend as well as my ex-toxic boyfriend of five years and some of his friends. Anyways, a few months before the festival, I started getting horrible anxiety and extreme panic attacks. My friend who I was going to EDC with got a new boyfriend, which she invited to go on the trip with us without telling me. Oh boy. Anyways, we were driving from Vegas to Texas, which was a 12-hour drive. Yikes. All of those 12 hours, I was suffering with severe anxiety but didn't tell anyone. Everyone was having fun, and when it was my turn to drive, I kept getting lost due to a crappy GPS, and everyone in the car decided to fall asleep, which didn't help my anxiety. I was quickly regretting the trip. I tried waking my friend up, but she would just fall back asleep. So eventually, we made it to Vegas, checked into our hotel, which we had split evenly between both of us and since her boyfriend was also staying with us they decided to get the bed together which made me sleep on the couch <gasps> that is so fucked up i don't like that at all um no big deal whatever at least there was a couch so we all got together had a fun night out and then when i woke up the next day they were gone and i was stuck in a hotel in vegas by myself what the fuck she decided not to wake me and leave with her boyfriend to do all the cool stuff we had planned on doing. I ended up sucking it up and going to eat by myself and then eventually meeting up with my boyfriend at the time and his friends. We decided to have a small party at their hotel room that night. My friend, in quotations, texted me asking where I was. So I told her and she met up with us because she had just had a fight with her boyfriend. Of course she comes running back to you when she has a fight with her boyfriend. She ignores you all the other times, though. Um... Anyway, she came to the party and everyone started getting pretty drunk. That was the first and last time my boyfriend yelled at me in front of everyone for telling him to calm down since he was being super loud and obnoxious and we already had noise complaints. Fast forward to EDC day one, I was woken up by my friend shoving a pregnancy test in my face telling me she was pregnant. Guys, this is like a fucking episode of a TV show. 
I was really happy for her and congratulated her, but this meant that her boyfriend wanted her to be back at the hotel by 11 p.m. I understood, so we went to EDC. We had fun for two or three hours, and then she would get a call from her boyfriend that was on his way to pick her up. I had lost the person who was supposed to be my festival buddy. So I met up with my on-and-off-again boyfriend and his friends, and to my surprise, insert sarcasm, they were all drunk and probably on a few different drugs. So I ended up being a babysitter the first night. When I woke up the next day alone in my hotel room again, I had a moment where I decided to change my mindset and that even though the situation was shitty, I planned to make it a positive one. I went down to grab some food, then got ready for the day. I was really excited because I was going to see Cascade and Above and Beyond. I can't even describe to you what my change of mindset did for me. I met so many incredible people night two. Those two nights, I saw some of my favorite artists perform, and even though I was sober those two days, I have never felt a high like I did during those sets. And ever since EDC, I haven't had anxiety as severe as I did before. I learned how to enjoy life, and if it seems like negativity is always winning, you could always choose to see the light. Love you and your podcast. Stay awesome. Oh my gosh. Uh, That was a wild ride. I feel like I'm drained emotionally from reading that. It is so crazy to see like some of the situations that when you're in them, you don't realize how toxic they are. But like none of those people sound like friends. I don't know if you're still in relationships with any of those people, but they don't sound like they really care that much about you. Um, And I'm really glad that you were able to turn your night around, your weekend around. Honestly, like in that scenario, go off by yourself, you guys at festivals, like leave the toxic people behind. Um, I'm glad you didn't leave EEC when she had to leave at 11 p.m. because that would have sucked. But I'm very, very happy you were able to like regroup and turn around um, your EDC experience. That's so, so awesome. All right, you guys, I think we have two more emails we got to get through. Okay. Okay, this story says, I have, oh, oh, here's my advice for a bad trip. I have always found that whenever anyone is having a bad trip that they can usually be saved from, they're too in their head. All it takes is for changing up the scene vibe for them to get out of it and enjoy their trip again. I've had to take friends away from stages to go on a walk, held a friend's hand, walked out of a smoking patio at a venue to get some fresh air, grab water, and then told them a story about anything random to get their mind on something else the first time I did shrooms I laid on a couch by myself once it hit and got stuck there for half an hour it felt like an eternity until my friend went to find me pulled me up and invited me to come hang out in her room and then I had the best night after that okay longer story I've had a couple bad trips myself and was recently at Zed's show in Minneapolis and had quite an experience. There were four of us that took a full tab of acid. I had done it a few times before and really enjoyed it, but this was the most I had ever taken. When we showed up at the venue and I had been to a couple times before, we walk up the stairs, there's no music on and maybe 50 people standing there for a venue that sold out 10,000 tickets. We made the mistake of not reading what time the show started and based it off of prior shows we had been to. We came an hour earlier. The show had also been sold as an after party for the zombie pub crawl that night where people dress up as zombies. Oh my god. So we were standing there waiting around, tripping balls and needless to say, my friends started slowly getting in their heads, being quiet, not enjoying themselves. This drags on for for over an hour or so before the music comes on and finally an opener starts playing we all start dancing having a good time but i noticed my three friends are still acting a little off one of them says he's going to go home and as much as we tried to get him to stay he eventually left then the next person who was tripping said they were going to go home and i was like you know what let's go outside in a very cheerful voice he was like okay yeah He's a smoker when he parties, so we all walk out in the smoking patio, let him smoke, and we were all talking for a half an hour when he seemed to be doing much better. Then we talk about going back to the dance floor and enjoying some music and dancing together. 
<laughs> we get back inside and bear through the crowd of zombies that are starting to freak me out and another friend ends up tripping out talking about going home so then i'm like you know what let's go grab some water so we all walk to the bar get water bottles and sit down against a wall for a while and she seems to be doing better when she's ready to move again we go back to the dance floor zed comes on around that time and his stage was insane we were all mind blown by it and we're able to enjoy the rest of the night it just takes some distraction and figuring out how you can switch up the vibe to enjoy your night best that's okay you are a hero in that situation we need more people like you i mean sometimes it just takes one person in the group being a little bit more coherent than others to just like really turn the whole friggin' night around um honestly it's like best case scenario so thank god for you you probably were a lifesaver also fuck zombies why are there zombies there? That that just sounds like the worst case scenario <laughs> if you're on acid. I cannot even imagine. All right, guys, we actually have a voice memo for this episode. So I'm going to play this last voice memo. And then that was the last submission we have. So we'll get into EDM news and we'll wrap it up. But this is from Danielle. So I'm just going to play this. Much for making all the content that you do. Um, I've really been enjoying binging everything on your channel. So keep it up. Um, I wanted to reach out about the topic of how to turn your night or day around um, in the case of a bad trip or a bad event. Um, this has happened to me you know, a couple of times, most recently this year at Electric Forest. Uh, my boyfriend and I got a little too adventurous with some mushrooms um, the Saturday night, um, and we both were having a really bad trip. We did a couple of things that I think helped us turn the night around a little bit. Um, the first thing I would say is to not be afraid to admit that you're not having a good time. Um, mm-hmm. I think sometimes, you know, we're afraid to admit that we're not having fun or we don't want to come across as complaining or we don't want to put a damper on the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, the rest of your group wants you to have fun too. So just be honest about what's going on with you. And, you know, in the case of uh, me and my boyfriend, we, took a little while to admit to each other that neither of us were having fun. But once we did, we both felt felt instantly better. Um, it was like a weight lifted off our shoulders. We were able to just be honest and start looking for ways to improve the situation rather than just pretending that it wasn't happening. The other thing I'd say is change up the environment. So in this particular case, we were in a really crowded area um, of, the, of the venue on Saturday night. String Cheese plays like a massive um, shebang set. And it was getting really, really packed as we were coming up on our trip. And it was starting to really, uh, you know, cramp our style a little bit and make us uncomfortable. So we, once we had talked about it, we went ahead and moved a little further to the back um, where there was a little bit more space to move and breathe. And that helped quite a bit. Um, eventually, after the set, we took a walk through the forest and explored a little bit more just to change up the environment rather than being at a set all night. And that seemed to help, too. So don't be afraid to change things up, um, you know, if a certain setting or situation or set is giving you you know just not the best vibes or you're not having a great time there don't be afraid to move around a little bit I know sometimes we get antsy uh, when we're doing these adventures so sometimes you just have to give into that impulse and and go where it takes you Um, last thing I'd say is just listen to your body so you know if you're feeling tired or your your body hurts a lot after doing that stuff sometimes so you know sometimes it's okay to call it a night early Um, Mm You know, if you go to sleep and, and sleep off some of the like bad side effects or come down, mm-hmm. sometimes you'll just be ready to rock a little bit better the next day um, without having to push yourself beyond really what's comfortable or appropriate. Um, anyway, I hope this is helpful. Um, you know, I think that 
that's something that anyone it can happen to anyone it definitely it will happen to everyone if you do stuff like that at some point so don't be afraid to talk about it and keep on having a great time that was perfect. Thank you so much, uh, Danielle, for submitting that voice memo. You have a very soothing voice, by the way. <laughs> that sounded great. Um, but no, thank you for that. One, I was really excited. That was about Electric Forest. Uh, and two, thank you also for pointing out sometimes it is just best guys to call it a night. Like if it's if it's later in the night and it's a camping festival or something like that, and again, if it's multiple days, I think it is totally fine to just admit um, that you're not having the best night and to go sleep it off. Um, but I was like nodding my head like crazy about your first point. I have so many scenarios where I've been in where you notice one of your friends just isn't having a good time or you're thinking it too. That's like my number one thing. And I'm usually the one shocker that's pretty vocal in my group. And I'll look around and I'll be like, yeah, this isn't the most fun. And then all of a sudden everyone will be like, oh, I was just thinking that like I wasn't having that much fun either. And everyone just is like keeping it in their head because they don't want to be the one that ruins the night. But sometimes it is better to just vocalize it and be like, okay, yeah, no, this isn't that good. Maybe this opener sucks like let's go do something else like let's go walk around like let's go outside let's go look into another stage whatever it is so maybe sometimes you do just need to be the one who who speaks up in that scenario all right you guys thank you so much to everyone who submitted stories who provided their really helpful tips and advice um, for this scenario I know we didn't cover every type of situation that can happen but I hope this shed some light on some of the scenarios that may be inevitable and I hope that this helps somebody out out there Uh, you guys it's really all about mindset at the end of the day is what it comes down to one be prepared do your research before um, honestly because like there are some severe things that you should be prepared for in advance Um, eat a good meal stay hydrated surround yourself with good fucking people and always remember you know why you why you're there what you're there to enjoy and try and keep like a positive mindset I think at the end of the day that's what can be really really helpful in a lot of these scenarios and nothing is permanent that's something that always helps me I always tell myself I'm like this is temporary like none of this is permanent um so that I don't know that always just helps me get through stuff so anyway uh that's all I've got for the topic today um for festival news oh not festival news EDM news I just had one pretty major thing to talk about today uh it's electric forest news which is super exciting I've been very vocal about how that's like the big festival I want to attend next year and Uh, There was a lot of buzz this week because usually from what I've heard, a lot of the Electric Forest announcements happen in November. And then I believe last year tickets went on sale the first week of December, I want to say. And I know they sell out like fucking crazy. But anyway, so there was a meeting on October 22nd in Rothbury's Village Council, which is like the town that Electric Forest takes place in. And they were talking about EF moving forward and there were some decisions that are made and this is like public information so obviously people started like putting this on blast but the main things they talked about was an early arrival that would be available as early as Tuesday which is crazy because they had early arrival for Wednesday which already the festival is Thursday to Sunday most people stay through Monday so it's now potentially again none of this is confirmed I'm sure it will be very soon but that would mean it could be a Tuesday to a Monday festival which is fucking nuts um they also would be allowing music to play until 4 a.m it used to be until 2 a.m uh and then a 10-year extension for the festival 
festival at that current location, which would mean EF is going nowhere. It is thriving. It's living its best life. Um, as some of you know, it went from being two weekends to one weekend last year to make, uh, I guess, like reduce the impact it's having on the environment around there. Um, I haven't heard anything about next year, but from what it sounds like, it would be one weekend again. I don't think they're going to go back to the two weekend. I kind of just have a feeling about that. So anyway, um, we'll keep you posted on any more Electric Forest updates, you guys. Like I said, I've never gone before, so I won't have as many like tips and information videos on it because I haven't personally experienced it. But of course, I will keep you posted on what tickets I get. I have no idea who I'm going with. Um, but if, if it were me, I think I would do early arrival Wednesday. I don't have enough vacation days to take off Tuesday to Monday. And that personally just sounds like too much for me. But I've heard good things about arriving um, Wednesday or Thursday. So that's what I would probably do. But anyway, thank you guys so, so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know it was a little bit on the heavier side. I always try and keep everything with the silver lining. So, you know, it's important to me to talk about all of the topics in this community. And that's, you know, something I I value. So I hope you guys enjoyed. All right. Um, before I go here, just a couple of reminders again, guys, please submit or nominate someone for listener of the week. You can just email me raveculturecast at gmail.com and put listener of the week in the subject headline. Um, and also upcoming submissions for another massive Q&A episode. Again, whatever you want me to talk about, um, voice memos are welcome. Keep them on the shorter side if possible. And we'll just be doing some like topic juggling. So that'll be a really fun one. Uh, you guys can follow us again at Emma Capotis or at Rave Culture Cast on Instagram and on Twitter. Again, go check out my YouTube channel if you guys aren't already subscribed over there. Uh, I would absolutely love it. And please follow, you know, the podcast playlist. And I think that's all I've got. Um, next week will be a really fun interview. I'm super excited about it. I've got a couple lined up. Uh, we're just going to keep things moving here. I'm super excited about the future of the podcast. So again, um, you know, please screenshot and share wherever you guys are listening from and tag us in, you know, your stories or wherever you post it. I really, really appreciate you guys spreading the word. So thank you. Thank you so much. You guys are the best audience ever. Uh, I love all of you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Peace. We'll be right back.